Uh, Danny boy, Danny boy, Danny boy, my friend, how are you? Assuming you're well, my friend? Bucko, uh, I am well. Assuming you're well? Would I be wrong to assume you're well? Uh, no, you'd be right in assuming. Never assume, because you know what happens when you assume? <laughs> That's it, you make a... Uh, you make a... Anyway, hey, um, I was thinking about something. Something happened to me this week. Mm. That was, um, it was actually like, I, I feel up there with one of the worst things that can happen to you, like in a first world case scenario. Okay. Biting a fork. <laughs> Such a pissed thing to do. Mate, Biting a fork. That is, <laughs> that is the worst feeling you can honestly cop in the mouth. You think you're just about to just get into a real nice, voluptuous falafel and you just cop a... a a fork through <laughs> aluminium of just metal fork. It, it's it's it, it it runs shivers through your bones. How is that even possible? Why don't you just eat like a normal person? Don't do that. Oh man, when you're eating falafel, when you're eating falafel, it's so tasty. You just like have to just go at it and attack it. And I just went hard. I took the fork with me. Nah, falafel. You know what? Um, yeah, is a big big concern along with the falafel. I know we're backtracking here to Subway. Do you know that Subway serve egg? What do you reckon yeah, is more popular, falafel or the egg? The falafel. Nah, not even close. You know what I say to that fork scenario? What? Fork and hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get into it, Sam. Oh, wow. Good start. Hey, bloody hell. Lockdown. Lockdown again. Well, here we are again. Grr. Oh, grr. Grr. don't let me start a deal. I'll go, grr. <laughs> grr, bloody hell. Bloody grr. lockdowns. You lock, you COVID, you bloody girl. Nah, I've had more lockdowns than hot dinners at the moment. Oh, oh, seriously. Golly. I miss you. As I said, we're in, we are we're separate times. still. And we, yeah, we were looking to hopefully get back into the studio ASAP, which maybe next week, who knows? We'll hopefully find that out very soon. But a lot's been going on, my friend. And, and COVID-19, <laughs> It ain't stopping the list cloggers, PTYLTD Enterprises, and it's uh, there's plenty going on between you and I. There's a lot going on. Jump on right now because we're still we're trying to smash it. Still, you know, lockdowns. Jump on our back and strap on. Strap, put your strap ons on. Get it on the backs. We're absolutely <laughs> rolling through these restrictions. We're breaking the lockdowns, not not physically, but we're breaking lockdown. You know, in the podcast world, in the list clogger world, we are. So hey, jump and, on. and big thank you to everyone who's been listening throughout lockdown. Our numbers are. Well and truly surprising us. It's been incredible how much people have been jumping on. So everyone listening, thank you so much. It does mean a lot. All seriousness. Now, one thing we put in from these days going forward, we have a bit of a, a recap from episode 26 last week. We had a bit of a pissant guide and we talked about that. And we had an addition from Jordan Corbo in a DM. Be cool. And he wrote, my mate just informed me he doesn't drink coffee because it gives him headaches and would rather drink a big glass of warm milk. Oh, my God. No... Way, I would much rather drink a big glass, wa- a big glass of warm milk, than a coffee. I nearly think like the people that were doing the protest. The, a pissant is a compliment for this mate. <laughs> Surely he doesn't go to barista and say, "Hey, mate, just no coffee, no mocha." I reckon he goes to. Just I reckon milk, he goes please. to Hog Breath. Oh, he would, breath yeah. and just ask for a big glass of warm milk. <laughs> Can I have a rack of ribs and just absolute big glass of milk, please. That's not good. Oh, hey, someone else said just my pissant guide. Um, I forget who wrote in actually, but they said um, piss ant or piss hand. Piss ant. You're a piss ant okay. if you go to a Chinese restaurant and ask for a knife and fork. Oh, I do that. But you would do that as well. I'm not good with the chopsticks. I need to get. I need to. 
I've just got bad wrist injury, so it's sort of it's like onset, early onset arthritis in my wrist. Yeah, you get carpal tunnel eating fried rice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's sort of hard. Um, can't agree with that. But geez, there's been some funny uh, pissant stories coming through. So yeah, like Jordan, thanks so much for the DM. Keep sending in your problems with your mates, and we'll let you know if they're a pissant or mm. not. Um, but as I said, pissant's a good thing. Harry Mackay wants to be a pissant. Hey, I'm a pissant. Hey, just let's there's talk a about lot that. Of people that want to be pissants. What were you watching in that video? <laughs> what, what were you trying – 8.40 on a Friday, Thursday night, what were you trying to achieve? Mate, I'm brushing up on my golf game. I've got Rick Shields, PGA, who's an absolute – if you don't watch Rick Shields, PGA, you're an absolute pissant. I've heard honestly. that you get nothing out of those videos. People commenting saying, oh, such a pissant golfer trying to get tips from Rick Shields, <laughs> whatever his name is. Oh, we said it. Someone else said it. I've gone from hitting 125 to hitting 117 by watching Rick Shields golf professional videos. Mate, all you need to worry about is not losing your wedge on 17. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to worry about, mate. <laughs> it's a, such a classic Shit. you as well Just lose it out there Oh yeah Good yeah, on yeah. you mate Wedge on 17 Thank you Hey uh, recapping again List Crog of the Week Jack Silvani Yes now, I don't want to I don't want to Get everyone excited here But we may or may not Be having him on the show This week Don't right, get me excited okay. May or may not May or may not Hopefully we do Mate Yeah we'll see We'll see Have you got a funny sauce story um, no, I don't. <laughs> Neither. It says, tell the funny soft story if you have one. Hey, I don't have one. Maybe let's create one tonight. But he was good on the weekend again. He was very good. Yeah, he was good on the weekend. He's good to see. And, and just on that as well, Danny boy, mm. is we obviously had Jack Savani versus Nick Holman. Now, in all seriousness, this is unbelievable. Nick Holman, who is a massive fan of the show and one of the best blokes of all time, uh, and the definition of a list clogger. So I, I'm honestly putting it out there. We'll put a poll out. I, I think we need to get him in the team as well. Mm. He last week played out the game after after coming off three goals. He played out the game after an incident in the first quarter where he got hit in the stomach, played out the whole game, You know, played his role really well, set the tone, some would even say, and he had a perforated bow. What is that? Perforated bow. A perforated bow. I'm, I don't even know what that means. You should look perforated. it up. Let That's a great up. effort. It almost, it's as brave as, you know, being in the ruck and not wearing a shin guard and copping okay. a few knees in the shin. No, it's not. This is serious. It says perforated bow pierced with a hole or hole. So he has a hole in his bow from an incident when he got hit in the stomach. Played out the game. Stuart Jew went on air and said this is one of the toughest incidents he's ever seen someone play with in their life. Like, hands down, the toughest thing he's seen on a footy field, which is unbelievable. That's pretty tough. That is tough. Unbelievable. He's tough as nails, man. He's one of the toughest units I've ever played with. And like that was before this incident as well. Not surprised. So he's at home. He's going to be out for about six to eight weeks, which is uh, unfortunate for him. But to be honest, mate, lucky that he's just got, you know, unscathed and will will be all right going forward because it's a serious injury. Have you ever have you ever done anything like that? What's the toughest thing you've done that you thought was tough and just wasn't tough now looking back on it and hearing that story? Oh, um once I uh, snapped a tendon in my finger and missed ten weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with a, ten weeks with a ring finger. That's bad. I like, couldn't touch a footy. Lots of cardio though. No, literally, literally was like totally fine. Just couldn't play. Just on the bike? Yeah, just on the bike. Get up the mountain. Get up the mountain. Couldn't play golf either. Oh, yeah, no. That's, that's uh, yeah, it's a shame, mate. I've never um, done anything. I'm not even going to ask. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, I'm but, but the list is so big of craziest things I've done in my career that I don't want to just name one. Hey, what about the t- what about the toughest uh, like teammate you've had? Who would you say yours would be? Oh, jeez. Oh, I was going to say Mitch Robinson, but I've never played with him. Don't know why he came to yeah. my head. Toughest teammate. Dave Swallow was pretty tough. Yeah. Hard as nails. Yeah. Alex Silvani, Liam Jones is still tough. How are you? I see you running away there. 
I'm writing them down. I reckon the three toughest off the top of my head, and geez, I, I should have really put some more thought into this, but the three toughest from really standing out, would have, one would have to be Alex Silvani, so former Freeman or former Blue, who was just one of the toughest, most hard blokes I've ever seen in my life. Second would have to be Callum Ward from the Giants. His nickname is literally Cement Head. Like, mm. he's the Same. toughest bloke you've ever seen. So That's they call me nickname. as well. Yeah, they do. They call no, me old box head Gorringe. Different reasons. Old, old, toughest different reasons, Gorringe, I think. They call me. No, they don't. But they do. And third would actually, for he, like, legitimately for his size, what he's played through and how courageous he's on the field. I have to say Lockie Whitfield is, like, one of the toughest blokes I've seen. Yeah, that's, that's that's a good three. It's a good trio. And just to remind everyone of this as well, and I know this is just an audio because we're, we're always in lockdown. We're not doing visuals this week. But I did go back with the flight once and nearly kill Jack Rewalt just to remember, just no, everyone to remember that. He slipped over when you went like back a with it. Kamika- I was literally like a kamikaze pilot going back with the flight. I've literally nearly killed Jack Rewalt. No, no. You didn't, mate. It was just he slipped over. You went back with the fly. It looked a lot tougher than what it was. No, um, it was very tough. Anyway, you know, a couple even Cameron Link said he goes, "I like this bloke. Oh. I like this bloke. He's tough as Dale's. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> you know, a couple of weeks ago where we spoke about that um, that nightclub in Tassie that I got abused at when I walked in. Oh, that was last week. Yes. Yeah. Well, we spoke about this nightclub for those who didn't listen to that bit. And when I walked in there in Tasmania, I got violently abused. Someone said, "Oh, there's that big tall fuck." And they were looking at me. I turned around. I got scared. This They're club wrong. in Tassie, and we love Tassie, but this club in, um, I think it's in Bernie, is, and since I've reported my incident, there's been numerous people coming out of the woodwork saying, Goza, I'm with you. Lockie Murphy, he, he's one of them. He said he went in there. Someone threw a bowl at him. Another person messaged me and said, yeah, they got suplexed. So just everyone go on Tassie. We love Tassie. Be careful when you go to because it's, it's like going to watch UFC at a pub. You get armbarred for no yep. reason. <laughs> I don't know legally if we're going to be allowed to leave the name in of that place just in case we get sued, but we'll the story out. was great. Yeah, we'll <laughs> um, we will be out. So yeah, if you if that does go in, don't go there. And if you does stay in, maybe I'm sure you'll know what we're talking yeah. about anyway. If you're from Bernie, I Y N Y N. Yeah, if you know, you know. Speaking of our list clogger of the week. Damn, this is exciting. We I'm love excited. getting the boys. We love yeah. getting the boys. And he loves it. it he we? loves it. Oh, he loves it. Welcome to the one and only Mr. Jack Silvani. Jack, welcome to List Cloggers, my friend. Uh, thanks for having me, boys. Assuming you both well. Oh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> assumed correct. Yeah, you've assumed, assumed correct. You have we assumed well. correctly. We are well. Thank you. <laughs> hey, mate, just a quick one. Now, obviously doing some incredible things. You've coming off a fantastic game last week, which we're loving the way you're going about it at the moment. But one thing I want to talk about, I've got one footy question and then we get into just having some fun. Now, as you know, Dan sets the tone for mm-hmm. the Blues. Yeah. And there's been a direct correlation between home games – lost with Dan setting the tone versus you guys. So I was just wondering, like, with him setting the tone out in the field and you guys running out, like, what is going through your head at that stage? Can you actually take him seriously? And is it having a detrimental effect on the Carlton Football Club? Not just as a team, but I'm talking as a whole in terms of the board, the internal review. What is happening with that? Well, we go to run out and Goz's nose is in the way, so we have to try (laughs) and push that aside as we run out, which which is difficult. Running yeah, through a tackle apologies. bag as we're on the way out. So that's a bit annoying. <laughs> um, I, I ran out and smacked him on the bum um, before one of the games and he turned around and looked at me like, what was that? Yeah, you're, you're I'm working work, here. I'm working here. <laughs> he was yeah, right. 
But he does definitely set the tone for us. I mean, in all those in all those losses he's been there, I mean, I'm sure our first quarters were elite. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, they have been. And mate, I'll do it over and over again. Okay, I love you, boys. I love you. Love the footy club so much. So <laughs> we love having you there, <laughs> mate. It's an absolute um, honor. Do you think? Do you think that he will last the internal review that is happening at the moment? That's probably the big question that we've got here at this Cloggers: is will Dan last the internal review? Well. Um, are they paying you guys? <laughs> I mean, is, is, is it worth any money what you're doing? Oh, mate, I just give back because I love the footy club, you know? Money, yeah, not cool. money, what's, does it matter? <laughs> you are taking $0 on top of while she's re-signing, aren't you? Well, mate, I'm told them. I'm gonna. I'm willing to not take 85 and give Walshie whatever he wants. So there's minus 85 out of my pocket into Walshie's pocket. And I do that because I love you guys. Well, if, if the minus 85 sticks, then I think he should survive. No, thank you, mate. Yeah. You know, I love I love being there. I love getting the crowd up and about. I love that I set the tone for the Blues in their first quarters. Um, I know, you know, you don't have to say it, but I know when I was out there on the field um, giving out promotions, razzing the boys up, doing play intros, I can see, you know, in yourself personally how much you love that and you get yourself up and about. And you yeah, don't have I do to love it. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Hey, you're playing some great footy. Let's talk about that. Um, obviously, a great milestone for your career is list clogger of the week, and you made the team for team of the year. What's what's the uh, what's the secret ingredient, mate, for your like, little bit of form? I, I don't know. It is nice to get a kick because I did spend a, a few years cellar dwelling, getting six and six touches and ten almost touches. So <laughs> that, they were a tough couple of years. Hey, which isn't bad, by the way. Yeah, that's almost sixteen. It, yeah. it is nearly sixteen. Um, but no, nah, it's it's nice. I mean, I, I mean, I work pretty hard, so um, to see some reward for effort is is nice. And obviously, to cap it off with a list clogger of the week, that that is the the uh, accolade that I have been striving for. So uh, it's very nice. Love it. Hey, one thing I love talking about. Uh, it, it's not footy. It's list cloggers, and it's talking about people who. Now, have you, we know you're a big fan of the show, and, and I think any big fan of the show, given their choice, and I haven't worded you up about this, so I don't know if you've got one or not, but do you have a people who that you'd like to, to share with us? Okay, oh. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And people who don't have a people and, who. And that's because you love the show so much. There's probably so much rushing yeah. to your head right now. <laughs> and I think it's because we both I think it's because we both nail it every week that there's hey, no one. Also, okay. Obviously, we want to talk about our time there. Obviously, we did cross paths at the footy club and Dylan and I were there. Um, we got this, this not a joke, it's actually something real that happens every day in my life. I have hard time building relationships with people. When you first came to the footy club, what was your first impression of Dylan Buckley? And be honest. I, f- I actually first met Bucks. Um, I was on a, I was on a, um, like doing a father-son academy thing oh, and no. it was myself it was myself bailey rice i think it was ashy at the time bucks and and then you were there and you were this like man myself and bailey rice were like 14 we absolutely dwarfed you you were tiny yeah um, yeah <laughs> you were tiny and we're thinking who is who is this guy like what is this and he came over and you're just a massive bundle of energy and we're like this is great and you're going you were going, oh, gay boys, like, you'll absolutely love it when you get here. Oh, you can't wait. It's the best. Oh. It's the absolute- <laughs> oh. See, that's nice. He could have really I, – I, you should have really come in and told you that I just champed everyone 
and was just saying, yeah, lads, come on, you know, just just get like this and I can do it. I'm pretty sure you got like, we got, hey, buddy, how are you? No. <laughs> you would have, mate. You would have got lots of, uh, to step up, fellas, in the how big are league. You, fella? It's an absolute step up. A little heat in the kitchen. Uh, you boys that's will love it when you come here. It was unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the energy we need, mate. That's the energy we need. Hey, I know, again, talking about the show, I just because I know you're a big fan earlier, you were alluding to, uh, off air, you're just telling us how much you love it. Priority pick, GMZ, obviously two great segments. GMZ is no longer a segment anymore, mm-hmm. um, which you is won't. sad. And priority pick, obviously the best segment in the business. Have you enjoyed any of the priority picks that I've been giving out? Have you listened to any of the podcasts, watched any of the series? Secret Life of Walter Mitty, maybe? I get a message a week telling everyone it's changed their life. So I, uh, it changed I, did yours? Hear, I did hear about the Secret Life of Walter Mitty and I had <laughs> intentions of watching it. I did okay. not. Is easy. Uh, yeah. I heard that GMZ has uh, gone down the gurgler because yeah, all your intel is is shot, which is a shame. Uh, no, forced into it. Forced to retirement. Yeah. Uh, I was a big fan of GMZ, so it's a real shame. Well, you'll like this episode, uh, Sauce, because I've got something big coming up. Oh, boy. I'm excited. Very excited. <laughs> Jack, give us a bit more uh, before we let you go. We know you're very busy. You've probably got some uh, you know, tape to watch over and um, yeah, some extra touch. to scout for this weekend. Yeah. Um, um, give us at the Blues your number one list clogger. Um, not in terms of actually clogging lists, but just give us your who's the best down there at just bringing you know setting the tone for the for the boys, having a good time. Loves getting in the showers. Loves uh, you know filling up the Gatorade bottles. And <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Push to the line, boys, to the line. Best ever. Best ever. Who's the best ever list clogger? I mean, aside from. You're two great selves. Yeah, sorry, besides from ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And Nick Graham, he, do, he doesn't count because he's possibly the best list clogger ever. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Korchek. Oh, he's the best. He's great, man, Matt Korchek. He's actually in one of my top five um, top five friends over 200 centimetres. Oh, Matt Korchek. Yeah. Matty, Matty Korchek. Uh, he's a big 208 centimetre American from Arizona. Loved standing on people's feet at training. Uh, also also loved wrestling Ed Kerno in the rooms. And he wore the same socks every training session. That's so, like, it's so good, but it's so sad because Matt Korchek forced me to the thirds. No, I think you're <laughs> It's a reason why I had to play thirds of the 208 basketball for America who's only touched a footy like a thousand times. So that was good fun. That's good memory. <laughs> hey, Jack, we, we wish we could, but we can't keep you all night. Have you got anything to say to the List Club community out there? They're big fans of you, obviously, taking home the medal this week. And anything maybe to say to Nick Coleman as well, who perforated his bow, if you if you didn't hear that, hear that earlier in the show, who's a very tough man who we've all played some um, good VFL football together. We have, all of us. No, I, I'm obviously uh, honoured and very grateful uh, to be named the List Clogger of the Week. It's As I said before, it's an accolade that I have been stri- striving for uh, weekly. It's 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 probably is the reason to, as to why I've uh, hit a nice vein of form. Um, but yeah, shout out to Nick. I hope he, uh, hope he recovers well. Maybe at the end of the year, if there's a medical sub, he could be medical sub. Um, cause I have a good true. track record of being, being subbed off this year. So, uh, he's at every chance of coming on for me. <laughs> so well yeah, done. hope he gets better. Beautifully said, mate. Very well said. Well, thank you, mate. Well done, we, Jack. Uh, we love you. We thank you for joining the team. Absolute honor to have you on the field, mate. So we'll talk very, very soon and, and keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, Thanks boys. Bobby, brother.
Hey, um, bloody exciting times at the moment. Ever it happens every four years. The Olympic Games. Have you been watching any of the Olympic Games? Because it's fun. I had it on today. I watched the hockey, the hockey and the swimming. I'm big oh, into swimming. The swimming's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving the swimming. Our girls obviously won gold in the 4x100 freestyle, which is huge. That's actually like we, we, we are fishers. We are so good at swimming. We were born in the water. That's what I always say to when I'm watching the Olympics. I say, hey, Dad, we were bloody born in the water. The way we clean up these gold medals. <laughs> he goes, and he goes, shut up, son. <laughs> and I say, you're funny, Dad. It's uh, a good relationship we have. What Olympic sport would you nominate yourself for if you were to go to the Olympics? You know, it's like on, I suppose, one on your um, physique, your skill set, and then two on like what would you want to do? Okay, on my skill set, I'm thinking what's the longest amount of distance you can run at the Olympics? Would be a marathon, I'm pretty sure. I'm going the marathon. I reckon I could, I could, I, I wouldn't be quick, so I'm not going to sprint. But I tell you what, I'd, I'd track someone down if you give me some training time. You, you forget, have got it, a mate. Gate. Yeah, I have big, big strides, mate. You forget what I used to do in the 2K time mm. trials to people. <clears throat> no, I, I don't, mate. I remember when you used to resemble Rick Rewalt down at the, uh, <laughs> the track. You were fantastic. You were fantastic in the pre-seasons. I do remember that. I can Thank never you. forget. For me, it's an obvious choice. I'd be playing golf for Australia if I was uh, at the Olympics. Okay. That's just not me and Rick Shields. I honestly would be. I'd be playing there. Me and Mark Leishman. You'd be so Australia. embarrassing. You'd have like a Rick Shields tutorial no, on how to putt on the green before you even putt. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get into. <laughs> Anyone see my 17? We've got, we've got so wedge. many Fuck. golf fans. <laughs> we've got so many golf fans here at List Gloggers. Um, they're absolutely loving the the golf chat. So maybe we should have like. A, oh my god! Why do I come up with the best ideas? What? We should have a List Gloggers golf day. Should. Could you imagine that? Mate, That'd I be unbelievable. could not imagine. There'd be so many pissants with Rick Shields videos around the golf course just trying oh, to figure man. out how I'm to get out of the bunkers. That. I'm going to look into that. That's huge. Hey, something you want to talk about. I don't know anything about this except some good players. No, Actually, something we're, both, something we're both really passionate about here is the NBA championship. <laughs> yeah, and tell us a little bit more. You know about that. You love the NBA. Well, I do. And the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Phoenix Suns in six. Correct. Giannis oh my God, here we put go. up 50 to win the finals And what's MVP. his last name again? And AFL should have a finals MVP. And now what's, what's Giannis' and last name? something funny about basketball. Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Put up 50 to win the is, NBA finals MVP. That is, he did. He, um, he played very well. Hey, um, I just want to ask you something about basketball because I've forgot. Just don't know how I forgot, but I have. What are three types of of shots? Like how you get points? Three point. So like two a, point. a jump shot. <laughs> no, but and you can score in like three shot. different ways. Like you can do a jump shot. Then Ooh. what are the other two? You can sure it. You can sure you can score in a lot of ways, my friend. You can shoot the ball. Yep. You can do an alley oop. <laughs> you can do a slam dunk. You can. Fucking header it from three if you want. It doesn't matter how it goes in as long as it goes in. You idiot. That's the stupidest question ever. Yeah, three so shots sorry. in basketball. Yeah, that is, that is actually you right. Can, yeah. I forgot all those people Absolutely. that are doing headers out there in the basketball field. Absolutely. Harlem Globetrotters out there. You, want. Exactly. you must love the Harlem Globetrotters. Hey, Ross Coulthard, hey, what an author, has My a book favorite. out in plain sight, which investigates UFA sightings in Australia, in Australia, which is actually pretty impressive. I'm massively into this, man. This is not a priority pick, but mm-hmm. – in saying that, I did watch a sci-fi movie yesterday, oh. uh, being in lockdown, and it was called Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. Mm. It is it is a good film. It is very, very enjoyable to watch. It's on Stan. Um, 
it's it's a really good movie. If you want to go watch that, please do. Um, it's not the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, so it's not going to change your life. But yeah, it's got Tom uh, Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. Unbelievable! It's one of those ones that at the end it leaves you just going, "I want more. I needed more." Mm, I don't. Yeah, I would not watch that because I don't believe in UFOs. I don't think they exist. Well, it's got aliens in it, so I reckon you should watch it. It's actually quite good. Mm. I'm not a big sci-fi guy, but it was actually very, very good. Okay, I have to. What do you think of space? Like Jeff Bezos went there the oh, other day. Oh man, how funny was his laugh when he was getting interviewed? Next to the yeah. rocket. <laughs> well, how'd it go? They asked me a question. Like, uh, you excited to get up there? And he was like, yeah, I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. It's the worst. Richard Branson, Richard Branson went up there as well. Um, I don't know if this is weird to say this, but I have absolutely no interest in going to space. No, I would genuinely – I can't even sit in the back seat of a car on a windy road, let alone go in a rocket into space. How do you go on airplanes? Could you imagine the vortex? Could you imagine the vortex? Oh, mate. You would be in all sorts motion sickness-wise. It would be like at the vortex at the Melbourne show. Do you remember that vortex where you get oh, you go in there and the start wall. spinning and you get, oh. you get stuck to the wall? People used to vomit in there and then you just get like vomit yeah, that was me. all over you. That was me. You you going on a UFO or up to space in that in the aircraft, you'd be like, hey, I know like I'm not qualified at all, but I'm just rich. But you don't mind if I drive it. I can't sit in the back with these other millionaires. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, need, I need to drive this thing up to space. <laughs> I'll drive. You guys can drink. I'll, I'll be the Dezo. <laughs> no, guys, I really, I'm so keen to drink, but like I just think I should drive, like be the responsible one. <laughs> Speaking of going to space, how about – Alex Rance. Yeah, that's a good yeah. segue. He did go to space, but he <laughs> won up against Southport full forward, I guess. He actually, how, how angry and upset were the Tigers supporters seeing our boy, and who's a friend of the show, absolutely loves the show, Alex yeah. Rance. Big shout out to him, who was up in the Gold Coast and set the tone for the Essendon 2s. We absolutely love that. Nothing better than playing for a powerhouse team in Richmond, going away for a bit, then coming back and setting the tone for Essendon 2s. It just makes yeah, sense. but it was good. I oh, know. It does. And it was awesome how we did it. Jeez, he's still in good nick. I wish I had a rig like that. It's he's in good nick. You couldn't, me off a little bit. couldn't pay me enough to make a return through any football team or no, twos. He was doing the Sam Draper as well. He was playing for the the wrong team, which we absolutely love that. And, and Drapes has really sort of put that as a trend, um, playing for the wrong team, which yeah. we, we do love. We do. Um, Paddy McCartan also playing as well, who um, he's playing some good footy at the moment. I didn't know that he was – I'm not sure how that works that he was playing there because he's obviously playing with Sydney's team as well, which is um, – Strange, but yeah. maybe you got stuck with lockdown in Melbourne or something like that. Mm, interesting, interesting. I'll have to uh, do some research into that. Hey, big news here. Charlie yes. Kerno, who potentially is one of the best players in the comp, young players in the comp, could be back this week. Mm. He's only played two games in the VFL. Yeah. One was like a match simulation. Is that – would you be nah. bringing him back this early? Put him on ice. Say, come back. Nothing to be gained here this year, Charlie. Go back to go. Just don't, oh. just don't even. I would even play him. Just get him off preseason. Either would I, but I think you, you you're not going to be able to slow oh, him down. Actually, like I probably him need him to, to play because I'm doing because I'm part of the review. I probably do need him <laughs> to play just so my job's. Nah, Charlie, you should play, man. No, nah, no, nah, just because like I think you should. No, nah, it's not about me. No, nah, no way. I don't care either way. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he should play if, if there's a review going on. Um, yeah, true. Hundred percent, he should be in. True, true, I agree. No, it would be awesome to see him back, mate, far out. We forget how good he was and it's going to be exciting to see him back. But, yeah, definitely got to lower our expectations. I hope – look, I don't know anything about medical uh, science, but I do feel like a two years off and then two games back isn't a lot of groundwork. Maybe a couple more in the twos and then and then let him go back in. Mm, agreed, agreed. How flat are you, though? Put yourself in, like, this this boat. 
when you're playing to anyone in their whole, you know, country club, Metro Club, AFL, VFL, anything. You're playing twos all year. You're absolutely – you're so close to a debut. Then all of a sudden Charlie Kernow comes off two years, plays one half and then a full game and then goes straight into the AFL. You just think, fuck my life. Such bullshit. They used to do it like at <laughs> AFL level. Like They'd be like, yeah, there's no pecking order here. And then like the, the list cloggers would bust their ass. Like you'd run PBs by 30 seconds, put like weight on and then like an absolute star or like even a middle tier player would like – miss all the preseason, play one VFL game and be like, oh, he's deserved that. Nah, he's going straight back in. He's deserved this bloke. He's just showing great professionalism. Bullshit. Bullshit. He's just better than me. Just say it. Oh, it's good to know you're over it. No, um, I'm not. Hey, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of this, my friend, let's move into one of our favourite segments. Jeez, we've got a lot this week. Yes. People who. People who. People who. We hate the things that these people do. Oh, my friend, I know you've got a lot this week, so I'm going to let you start. I've only got one. I've got a lot here, actually. Okay. People who. Oh, actually, I hate this one because my friends did this one. When you go, you know, you've had, you know, either a big night or you're just feeling really hungry and you want something to eat quickly, you roll into Macca's and we love Macca's. People who order a fillet of fish. From Macca's. <laughs> I do this. I do this. <laughs> I do Why that. are you everything? Mate, get out. Grow up. You're at McDonald's. Why are you ordering a fillet of fish? I like fillet of fish. It's actually some very fresh fish as well. I'm pretty sure it's like sort of farm to plate. <laughs> <laughs> farm to plate at McDonald's, yeah. That's my first one, mate. Don't do that. Don't go to McDonald's and order fillet of fish. All right, I've got one for you. Mm. How about people who say to you, hey, you like this. Mm. How the fuck would you know what I like? Yeah. How would you know what I would like? Yeah. You know my name, not my story. Yeah. One, okay? <laughs> you, you don't know anything about me and you, you can't say you like this, especially when you're even, you know, in the, in the situation of ordering food, the, the waiter or waitress comes up and says, oh, you love this. What? Mm. Sorry? So when was the introduction to my taste buds that you would know that I would like this? Okay. Yeah. I like falafel. Yeah. I like falafel. And I like and lettuce it. last. Okay. That's all you know about me. Yeah. Okay? That's, 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 that's that nothing. That's 16-year-old subway worker. Stop telling me what I like. <laughs> um, okay. I got another. It's tough to pick here. I think this was me because I don't know why, but on Saturday oh, I had a headache. So I woke up and took – I tried to take a Panadol and people who oh. can't swallow tablets – Oh, shut up. These people need to shut up. Oh, I can't swallow. It makes me gag. Shut up. Put it in your mouth, put a cup full of water and just swallow it. Yeah. That, that is something that I should struggle with, to be honest. That is something that I should struggle with. That being a piss ant, that yeah. is definitely a piss ant move. People, and like, then and I was like, oh yeah, I'll get my um, godfather's dissolvable panadols. I was like, don't do that. No, just give me a normal one. Oh. I'm going to grow up. I'm not going to be a piss ant and I'll take it normally. Thank you. <laughs> I remember like when I was a kid, my sister could like never take Panadol. So like we'd have to like crunch it up and put in ice cream. <laughs> it happened to me as well. <laughs> it's like, it's like I, you, when you do it to your dog, when you try to give them like a, a tapeworm tablet, you put it in their food. Like mum used to give me jam and like put like a Panadol in there. And all of a sudden this jam would have the biggest crunch and taste like absolute shit. And it'd be a massive Panadol. <laughs> Such a piss out. <laughs> oh, it's such a pissant movie. Such a pissant. Hey, one more people who before we finish off there. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I don't think these were ever cool, but I was acceptable of them. Okay, because mm. like so many people had them, I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Must be cool here. I must be the person that just doesn't understand this trend. But by golly gosh, I don't know how they're back. People who have top knots. No. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. Like, what's going on there? What's going on there? I think I had one for a bit. <laughs> yeah, but not in not in 2021. Oh, yeah, no, I haven't had one this year. No, no way. Yeah, like it, it's just, okay, I'm all for the man bun. I reckon that's awesome. If you've got long hair, a good hairline, that's fantastic, and I'm absolutely wrapped for you. I'm actually a little bit jealous because I reckon you're a handsome mm. mofo. Good on you, okay? Mm. Well done. Man buns, handsome. Love it. But top knots. Yeah. Shut up your ass, okay? I can't be copping that these days. In it, like we, I got COVID coming, ruining my week. I can't mm. be walking around seeing some bloke with a top knot. What's a top? Is a top knot where it's just like it's not a man buns it a little thin? Like what is it? I'm not really. I'm not familiar with a top knot. The definition of a top. So a man bun would be like when you've got all your hair and you just like put it in a man bun. So it's like yeah. just like a man oh, okay, tail, yep. I suppose. A top knot is when it like sort of sits up like a nearly like a um. Cockatoo. Like a like a sumo wrestler. You know they've got those top knots? Oh, yeah, for no reason. Just a little spike yeah. up there. Yeah, don't do that. That's, man buns are for really good-looking men who could steal your girlfriend. A uh, uh, top knot is just for piss ants. Yeah. <laughs> just don't do that. Hey, um, and one thing that's not really equivalent to, um, to people who this week, I just want to say something else. So, yeah, I realised something on the weekend – when you're driving around, you have a, some chips. So, like, obviously in lockdown, I ordered some chips in. Mm. It was very yummy. But I had a lot of time to think about these chips. Mm. And I was thinking, I got this chip, and it was a massive chip. I was like, fuck me, that's a massive chip. Like, how is this so big? And mm. I thought, imagine how big the fucking potato was that this chip came from. Do you ever think about that when you see a chip? You just go, geez, that's a big chip. Must have been a big potato. There's, I'm thinking about with hot chips, you know how they come, like if you put three hot chips across a potato, Yes. really only six chips can come from one potato if you do the maths on chip to potato size. Yeah, but this potato, I'm talking this fucking potato was like 20 centimetres long, this <laughs> chip I had. I was like, how big is this potato? So there's probably like, there's probably nine to 10 chips coming out of that. I had hot chips on the weekend as well. Do you like potato cakes? I'll I'll have one. I'm not going to order them, but I love it when they chuck a cheeky potato cake in there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm loving it when they just do that. You know, like I feel like a lot of people do that. It's just it's you can order fish and chips, you can get your min chips and your bits of flake, and they they're guaranteed to give you at least three potato cakes for free. Yeah, true, true, true. I just I, they they put it all in the same wrapping. I didn't enjoy that. Don't do that. Everything went yeah. soggy, and that's my spiel on hot chips. Don't do that. Yeah. And, Oh, my God. Okay, plenty more. Um, thank you for sending those in. We absolutely love them. We love them. We absolutely love them. Hey, so talk to me last week. It was a big week. It was a great week for the show. The fans were so happy with it, man. Like, so happy. Obviously, you know, you've done some good things with GMZ, but yeah. everyone was so happy that finally you'd put it to rest and, um, you know, we never really have to sit through it again. Mm. And, um, this yeah, it's been really, it's been really well received that we're never going to hear GMZ ever again, which has been great because – you know, when we assume that everyone's well at the start, they assume that this will never be coming back and they say that they're well because of that. Well, um, So assuming that this is never coming back still. Well, I say assume you're well. Could you be better? <laughs> I think you can be better because it's back, baby. Come on, play the sting. GMZ, Okay, Dylan, had some time off. Had some time off to reflect, to heal myself, align myself with the stars. Did, now, did a lot of GMZ stories come storming in? Of course they did. Were a lot of them just <laughs> nonsense? 100%, but that's the way I like them, baby. Nonsense and probably made up. But then I thought, you know what? Time to bring some news to the people. And there was one... I've got two here. So that's what the big thing is. I've got two. 
The first, oh, mate. Remember, you've got one for next. I reckon just save one for next week because I don't need think it, you've mate, thought that far ahead. I don't think you've thought that far ahead. Mm, we'll, we'll get that when we get to it. Okay, my first <laughs> one. This was very, very, very. It was everywhere on my desk, on the GMZ desk, on Friday and Saturday. Harry and Ben Mackay. They yeah, were, no, we know they didn't plot like that was last week. Now I've been asked to investigate this further. Have they? That ever, was last week. Ha, is Ben Mackay a real person or is Harry playing for both teams? <laughs> so I ask you this, have you ever seen Harry and Ben in the same room? I have, yes. When? Well, there's a video of Harry Mackay dacking Ben at Safeway mm. and then them wrestling in the car. That's I don't think that was both of them. You might you might be confused there, Deal. I I <laughs> it was definitely both I of them. I can now tell everyone out there that I am looking into this big time because Ben and Harry, since they've been drafted, have never been seen together. Mm, and that made have. me think, wow, let me think about your mates down at Geelong and your best mate's coach, Brad and Chris Scott. Yes, he's my mate and I would know. I think they are just one person as well. <laughs> no, they're not. Well, I know them. I'm, I'm mates with both this. of them. That's my first one. And the second one of this week, the AFL Grand Final. I think you should have left. I think you should have left this like segment retired. AFL Grand Final. I'm sorry to do it to you, Melbourne. She's not going to be here. Yeah, I have okay. a I don't good mind this. authority. I don't mind this. I have a good authority. This is what we're talking about. I have a friend who works in one of the hotels in Perth. I won't say who it is. <laughs> Apparently, the AFL have <laughs> the AFL have called this hotel and said, "Hey, listen here. Don't tell anyone. They've told me. We want you to book <laughs> out a two-month period." Starting middle of August, ending yeah. middle of October. What could that be for? <laughs> the AFL finals, baby. She's going to Perth. Heard it here first. Wow. Wow. That and actually is an exclusive. That actually is an exclusive. That's actually quite impressive. Can you cut out my first one about Harry Mackay, please? <laughs> no, no, one. we're not cutting that out. We're not cutting <laughs> that out at all. Thanks, Sam. Do you know what's very good about... about Watch when Goz talks on this Zoom at the moment. His eyes are moving from left to right, left to right. It's very funny to watch. Thanks. Um, we'll probably leave and that, that. I'm back, hey, baby. Hey, that was actually pretty good. Um, first one about Harry Mackay and Ben Mackay and Chris and Brad Scott, that was really bad. Mm. Uh, but you brought yourself back to even, so congrats. Just appetizer. Hey, the round review, mate. What oh, a week yeah. of footy. Here we go. Love our footy. We love footy. Fuck. Love footy. Nothing better about it when you just get the pigskin and you just go for a kick. Nothing better than sitting on the couch with a beer in the hand, a pigskin in the other hand, just twirling it around thinking, jeez, mm. it looks easy on the TV. <laughs> mm. It is just easy. Going, kick it kick it long, lads. Go down the corridor. Oh, I've got to be cleaner there, boys. You've just got to be cleaner. <laughs> Hit the target. That's what I was doing this week. That's what I was doing this week. <laughs> jeez, it's easy to watch on, uh, on KO. And, uh, jeez, my KO is... Is fantastic. Loving it. A lot of golf on KO too, which is why I've been Yeah, really I actually don't it. have a sponsorship, so let's not do that. I don't have a sponsorship either. Oh, Maybe we should ask KO oh, to sponsor okay, us. Yeah. I actually use my brother-in-law's KO account. Yeah, I would love to have a KO account, but that's, you know, if they're listening. Um, <laughs> Port Adelaide Collingwood on Friday night. And boy, oh boy, wasn't this an absolute snorefest. Battle of the prison bars. Oh, again, 3.0, Battle of the prison bars. Port Adelaide officially got the prison bars. I honestly reckon Collingwood should nearly have to forfeit the prison bars next year because Port have won both yeah. times. Yeah, I agree with you. They should hand them over. Um, Charlie Dixon was back. Kicked four. How about someone comparing Charlie Dixon to Giannis Antetokounmpo? 
during the week. Yes. How about we never compare AFL players to NBA players ever again? Yeah, it's just. How does that sound, AFL media? Yeah. Don't do it's it. It's just weird. It's weird. Yeah, Charlie Dixon should like. Oh, she just channels in a Giannis, and like he should just storm into the paint and score. Don't do that. Uh, hey, work though. Oh yeah, it did. He is so scary as well. By the way, Charlie Dixon. He is. He's a big boy, and we love him. Big fan of the show. Hey, um, positively though, Trav Boak hits three hundred mark. What a big man! Like, what a star! He's such a loyal man of the club, and and he loves Port Adelaide. I remember there a long time ago, like, because he's obviously a Geelong boy. He was, I reckon, he was nearly close to coming to Geelong a few years ago. Do you remember that? It would have been. Like, I think they like five they, or six years ago. Yeah, they tried to play him like a forward because they didn't think he was a midfielder, and he was like, "No, nah, I'm out of here." Yeah, but, but then. He's a good player. Mm. They're on games. That's a He's huge a effort. Um, no, our mate Pendles dominated. went down and big, uh, big Coxie came yeah, on replacing him. him. Having Mason what Cox as a sub is a, is a really it's a technical move there from, from Harvey. Yeah, like very strange. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, obviously it worked. I'm not sure how that um, works. Here we go. Oh, Fuck. no. Oh, no. We've got to talk about it, mate. Yeah, here we go. Let's talk about it. Um. Carl North. Uh, it's a hard one because, we're, you know, we're technically members of both here and it's good to see North going so well. Which it's great to see. Realistically, are playing some bloody incredible football. They're going with Tom well. Powell. Um, he's not playing at the moment, is he? No, he's not. But, no. you know, he's, no, he's, he'll, not. he's but knocking he's, the but door he's down. he's still setting the tone from outside oh, of the mate. team. Arden Street have lost all their doors because he's knocking them down. Yeah, he has. And, and the boys are obviously loving it. Big Suva. Kicks seven. What Kicks the hell? Seven. That's a lot of bags. And so did um, then Tarrant Honest kicked in for four as well. Kicked yeah, four, had 23. Stevenson of the Sleevo. they call him. Yeah, Sleevenson. Sleevenson. Love that. Yeah, Jaden Jaden Long Sleevenson. That's what I call him. <laughs> Jaden Sleevo. Simkin went head with Walsh. Simkin finished with 31. Again. Yeah, let's just... We love North and we we love them a lot, but let's just, let's just hold the farm on saying they're going to win the Premiership next year. Everyone. Yeah, okay. Let's a just, lot of let's Sam producers getting really excited. He's booking fi- you know, grand final tickets next year. Just have to rein him back a bit. Look, obviously, mate, if you want to know if the grand final's gone to Perth, let me know. I'll talk to my friend who works in the hotels You've there. You've got to let us know where it is. <laughs> yeah, easy. It I is, can do that. <laughs> it is looking solid, though, the uh, the North lineup. We are loving the way they go about it down there, and they've just got such an aesthetically pleasing jumper, which we've actually got, um, which is nice. We do. Uh, hey, our, our good friend, our very good friend, Murph, he'll, he'll get to 300. Which would be great. Yeah, it's great. It's a bit of a Carlton are making finals. Let's be honest; they should be playing him. Just, just like I don't want to see him be playing in the sub vest to get to his three hundred. But mm. look, they've got some bigger problems at the moment. Um, but I'm sure they'll work that out soon. Oh, oh here we go, Brisbane, Gold Coast, and didn't Gold oh, Coast, mate? We t- spoke about last week when they said we need to get Clarko's winch, and bloody hell, yeah. mate, they wound themselves up for a half a footy. 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Wound they love themselves the up and then they just ran out of steam the second half and they only kicked the goal or maybe like two goals. Mm. And that's what you want yeah. from the boys. It's too. You just want that winch to maybe just wind it up less ferociously next week but just for more consistent, consistently, I think. Like the well, winch was really rolled up for like a, a – a, a powerful effort, but it wasn't like a long effort for the whole four quarters. Yeah, well, they've got to feel out the winch, mate. Like, now they know yeah. not to wound it up so hard. And next week, this week coming up, they'll just, you know, make sure the winch releases at a steady rate. Yeah, maybe like they wound the winch, but they didn't unwind it well. Yeah. I don't know if you ever, like, I, you're not a country boy, I am. And I go wakeboarding. I am. I'm actually from Ballarat. Yeah, I'm actually from Ballarat. And I go kneeboarding. When you... um. Yeah, I actually am from Ballarat and I was a farmer. Yeah, okay. I don't even talk about what I was going to talk about. It makes no sense. So, Yeah, I'm actually from Ballarat and my dad 
was have you was ever gone kneeboarding? Yes John, no? I was actually uh, <laughs> kneeboarding. I did kneeboarding when I was fucking nine years old, <laughs> and then I wakeboarded, and then I skied, and I can jump the wake. You piss ant, okay? No, you're you knee, haven't. mate. You're like, I, I'm t- be honest with me right now. Kneeboarding is one of those things you should not be allowed to do over 15 years of age, okay? Once you hit 15, you should not be allowed to kneeboard anymore. And you are kneeboarding. Nah, man, nothing cooler than you a 6 You would go there now on the Murray and kneeboard. Have you, ever, have you ever cleared the wake on a kneeboard? No, <laughs> you haven't. Has your dad ever taken you out in the water and said, it's not that choppy, and then you're on the kneeboard and your knees are getting just absolutely smashed because it's and so <laughs> choppy? <laughs> and you tear both meniscus. Yeah, have you ever gone back to preseason day one and thought, okay, maybe my ACLs aren't in great nick here because I've been kneeboarding all off season? No, you haven't. You wouldn't know what it's like to be me. Anyway, um, Brisbane just absolutely smacked him, <laughs> smacked him. Big O. How good's Big O? How about he was just – Big O's good. You just, look like Big O. <laughs> don't start this. I don't need this. I don't need this for everyone to start calling me Big O. Um, so good on to them. Big big D. Big Go. Ringe. Um, big Go. <laughs> West Coast Saints, Max King. How good's Max King? Yeah, he's good. Very good. Um, um, but in this as well, 7 AFL put something up the other night and obviously we love Max King, we love Benking, we love Harry Mackay, we love all these young forwards at the moment. But mm. just to harp on something that I found out last week a while ago is these boys at the moment about 20, 21 years of age, 20, mm. 21 years of age. Mm. And it was saying like how well they're playing. They kicked – I think it was eight marks and six goals, something like that. I can't remember what the stats were, which are impressive. But think about this for a second. If you haven't listened to Jared Rafford's podcast on Dylan Friends, okay, not not plugging that, but definitely go and listen to it. It's Bridie Pick. Cross plug. Is, is at 21 years of age, Jared Ruffhead and Buddy Franklin had kicked over – they'd had over 300 shots together at 21 years of age. I think Buddy kicked 113 at 21 in 2008. And Jared Ruffhead kicked 75 and they both had about 50-odd points each. Unbelievable. Like that, that just does not happen anymore. Yeah. Are you saying that's that's like that's a lot of shots, isn't it? Max King and Ben King wouldn't have had that many. No, I'm just saying like it's like it's incredible how well these guys are going. But it's actually more just how crazy it was back then to see Jared Ruffhead and Franklin doing mm. what they did. Yeah. Like what what the guys are doing at the moment is still absolutely unbelievable and like they're going to be absolute stars and they'll probably get to those feats at once some stage but it just shows like how nuts that combo of Buddy Franklin and Roughhead was with Surioli coming in too. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Correct. Well, good on. Them. They're going with absolutely killing it. Um West Coast and Kilda, Max King has said kick six. West Coast just get over the line. St Kilda, come on, someone just decide if they want to make finals. Let's stop doing yeah, this. I can't work it out. Like, and you know what the worst part is? Is this weekend they're playing the Blues and they are going to want to absolutely pump the Blues because Rat's there obviously coaching against his former club. They're going to see this and go, all right, this is our last chance to make finals and also we want to really ram it down the Blues' fault, well, uh, throats this week. The Blues need Clarko's winch. I don't have to call Dewey and say they need a winch. one. Um, Borrow it. Melbourne Doggies, top of the table clash, pouring rain. The Bonds, we say it every week. I feel like we say the Bonds, the best player in the world. Petrarca's very good. You know who's un- you know how I knew was always good, but is just a freak to watch? Clayton Oliver. Bailey Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah, Clayton Oliver. Mate, he just bought his own footy that game. It was crazy. He was good. He was good. Um, you obviously watched that game, didn't you? It was your highlights. I did. Fantastic game. Fantastic game. Yep. Very good. Uh, <laughs> Very good contest. Loved the 
tenacity at the footy. Yeah. And one thing I did love that I saw a lot throughout the week was young Cody Waitman's mark. That was unbelievable. He's an excitement machine. Absolutely love him. And one thing we love about him, he's definitely not a list clogger, but one thing we do, he's he still got that inner list clogger in him because I've heard from reports that he still does the electrical tape around the tongue of the boot, oh, which we wow. just don't see anymore. No, we you don't, don't see that anymore. So confirm or deny... Um, I've heard that he wears he, he he gets the electrical tape wrapped around the tongue just to keep it down, which oh, we love. We love. We we'll have to uh, keep a look. Bring at that, that back. Now. Yeah, bring that back if he does. Yeah, huge. Love that. Um, Crows Hawks absolute blockbuster on Saturday night. Roy, yeah. Roy Laird. I say I watched that one. Hey, Roy Laird could be a dark horse for the Brownlow. I, I swear, every time he the Crows play, he has forty. Um, yeah, I had, can't say I've even seen him play this year. <laughs> <laughs> the Crom, go Crom, mate. They they um. I like the Crom. They're going to be all right in the years. They're going to be very good next year. Yeah, they will be. Hey, Sydney Freo, um, the Swans. They just keep rolling Mate. the Swan train. Yeah, Heaney. Heaney's a Heaney is so good, so good Heaney. looking as well. Yeah, he's handsome. Good rig. We so love that. Um, I'm so excited for the Sydney. So the Swans' future. I reckon they're an absolute star. I say it every week. They're, they're very, very good. Um, and Fremantle obviously as well, doing some really good things. Hey. Have you seen the release of Fremantle's jumper they're going to be wearing this week? Yeah, it is unreal, unreal man. Throwing it, it way unreal. back. Throwing it way back. I, I want them to bring that back. Yeah, that is I'll, such a sick jumper. We'd love you know a couple of those to really throw it back. We would love a couple of those. Um, if you know you wanted us to have it, we'd mm. be happy to have it. Absolutely, so sick. They're unreal jumpers. So hey, buddy, doing looks, the right things. Yeah, they are. Buddy looks like he's going to spend a bit of time on the old bench. There, he decided to put his uh, his elbow through Luke Ryan's face, which is never oh, a okay. good, never a good thing to do when you're almost <laughs> on a thousand snags. Um, so Luke Ryan's just been in the physio table trying to dislodge Buddy's elbow for the last <laughs> twenty hours. So they should have it out by tomorrow, which will be good. Um, but he'll miss two weeks, <laughs> I'd say so. Geelong, Richmond. Oh, the tie. You still want Tigers or not? Be honest. No, no, <laughs> I can't be anymore. No, I'm You're off now. Mate, Dangerfield, oh, he man. was up and about, Sam says, and he's a big boy when he's up and about. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Always insightful as usual. Thank you, Patricia Sam. Um, <laughs> Um, Tigers, yeah, they're 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 no good. They'll just they'll come back. Now next year, watch they'll out. They'll be fine next year. They will. It's just funny though to see how quickly people jump off teams. Like already, I was seeing all these tweets on the weekend, being like, "All right, we're gonna sack Trent Cochiters, the captain. <laughs> we're gonna get rid of Dustin Martin and start bringing in new yeah. guys for next year." I was just like, "Holy fuck, you guys need to settle down." Yeah. Like, don't sweep the sheds. Don't do that. Chill, just chill. Just yeah, absolutely chill. chill. chill, chill. We, we cannot be doing that. Hey. Oh. Um, yeah. Essendon GWS to end things the round. GWS, geez, mm. to tell you that every week they win the they win the ones they shouldn't and they lose the ones they should. And we say it all I'll the time that, about them. One of my favourite players, hands down, in, in the comp, and I, I reckon he's going to be an absolute star. I think I said this so early in, in list cloggers and people laughed at me. People said, ha ha, you're an idiot. I, I said, did. Maybe, but this is not – this is absolutely fact. Brent Daniels will be one of the best players in the AFL very, very soon. He's an absolute star, so underrated, so probably the cleanest player I've ever seen. Um, yeah, I, I just love the way he goes about it. He's he's a very, very, very good player. Uh, is he playing more midfield? Because I swear he's a small forward. No, well, he just came back in, so he had a really bad hammy – Injury. I think he did his tendon. He was out for like 12 weeks and he's just come straight back in and now he's playing in the midfield. What a star. Yeah, we love, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm um, jumping on them to make that last spot. They have a tough run home, but I think I'd love to see them make it. 
Because they can still do damage. They've got a good team. Winners and losers. <laughs> oh, you keep This week, how good? All right, winners this week has to be, for me, the Kangas. How good to see them coming up? Up and about. And we're loving just being on board. Obviously, members. I think it was a one-game membership. I haven't been able to use it yet, but I'm still wrapped to have the one-game membership and, and really excited for that. Yeah, and don't don't count your games. Make your games count, Bucks. That's what we do here. Exactly. Okay? Yeah, I, I am going to go um, the Giants, you know. They count it out. They, they lose the easy ones. They win the hard ones. They make life tough themselves. A true list clog of life. You know, that's mm. that's what we love here. So them, they're going to make the eight as well. I'm calling it now. They're, they're going to jump in. Yeah. My losers this week is Melbourne. Um, but I think it's a positive loss. It's going to be a good one for them to then rekindle, reignite the flame, go and have some honest conversations this week. You sit in there, you look each other in the eye, look your teammate in the eye next year mm. and tell him that you're going to fire up for the yeah. week after. And I think that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. You say, are we going to accept this or not, boys? Yeah. Are we going to strap on... Everyone on our backs and keep going and get into the finals and have a massive impact. Yes, we are because mm-hmm. we've got Jimmy Spargo out there. We've got yeah. Clary. We've got yeah. Corny. And they love us. Well. They're the boys. Um, yeah, yeah. Mine this week is, oh, the Blues. You know? <laughs> Fuck me dead, boys. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do much more for you. <laughs> I know I'm not there to help you set the tone each week, every home game, but sometimes you're going to have to find something deep within. You run out, you don't see me there. You see an empty stadium. Don't worry about it. It's that it. intrinsic versus extrinsic motivators, isn't it? At it the is, moment, the, you, know? you know, the extrinsic is they're getting up because you're getting them there. But, you know, to pack MCG on grand final day, even with your 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 tone of voice, yeah. it's going to be quite hard to hear. Yeah, it is. And they, they've got to think about, do we want to be there in the last day of September with Goz on the G setting the tone for us before we run out? And if the answer is yes, then pull your fingers out, boys. Okay, so they're mine this week, Blues. Um, Big week coming up for you. You need to turn things around. So, tips. Let's get into our tips. Hey, speaking of Carlton, though, it's a big, big week for Carlton. Carlton Respects game. We have spoken a lot about um, the Blues this week, but it aims to educate the community on gender equality to prevent violence against women, which is a massive issue in in Australia and something that we want to definitely get on top of. So, massive initiative by them and obviously going to be coming up against St Kilda that are getting around it as well, but... Just quickly, Carlton Respects was established in response to alarming statistics around family violence in Australia, where on average one woman is killed every week at the hands of their current former partner. Dan, that is absolutely fucked stat, Mm. which we need to get right um, and something that we can definitely get around and promote. So uh, unbelievable that they're doing that. Unbelievable that the Saints are getting involved and and something that we all should be really getting involved with. Yep, agree. You've uh, you've absolutely nailed it, mate. Perfect. Thank you. Um, Hey, next week's stats. You go, you go. Yes, the tips this week, mate. Big, big round. It's always a big round. We love our footy, as we said. Um, we, we got footy. here. Oh, the Bombers v the Swans. It's this a big is a game. big game. It's a massive game in the terms, of, you know, big the scheme things. I'm going yeah, Swans. I'm go- mm. You going Swans? All right, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go the Swans as well. Yeah, like that. Um, North versus Geelong down in Blundstone. We could use our one game pass to go down to Tassie if we come out of lockdown. Could could we? <laughs> Could the could the Roos get mm. this one? One, I actually feel like this is potential for them to win this. Oh, mate, there'll be absolute ball over if they do down in Tassie. Mate, momentum. It's a big thing. And also at home down in Tassie, we love Hobart down there. They're going to be getting to all the hot spots down there, which we absolutely love. I, I reckon they could win this. Geelong might go in a little bit confident. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Geelong still, even though you've, you've okay. done that. That's great. Um, who are I'm you going to go Kangas. Kangas. Saints, as we said, uh, Saints against Carlton. Jeez, it's a big game. Big game, man. And, hey, I know you would know this definitely, but I'm speaking from experience here. And there's not much I know anything about, but Saints and Carlton genuinely don't like each other. Like It's, it's a bit of a a, um, a, grudge a match. rivalry that not many people know about. There's a grudge match there. Ever since I played there, Carl, uh, Saints have always sort of had the wood over the blues a little bit too with those, with those wins. So there is some general disdain for these two clubs. And I think we alluded to it earlier, but the having Brett Ratton there now as well, also coaching against his former team, these games are not friendly. Nah, and they always, well, they have in the past, absolutely smacked us around. So mm. I'm going to go Carlton. They'll turn that. I have to, I'm going to back them in. I'm going to keep backing them in, the boys. Yeah, okay. Just to make it interesting, I'll go Saints to see what happens next week. I like the tipping to, to keep it even. Nice, nice. Hey, um, Giants, big game this one. Giants and Port. Giants need to big win game. really to make their place in the eight, their own. I'm backing yep. them in. Yeah. Where's the game at? This is to be confirmed. Okay, TBC. Yeah, obviously with the fixture. I'm going to say the Giants as well, um, just purely because they probably shouldn't win this and that means that they might. Yeah, yeah, like that. Um, Collingwood Eagles. Traditionally, this would be a good game, but I'm thinking about skipping it. Yeah, this does nothing for me, this game, so just skip it. (laughs) Oh, Freo, Richmond. This is actually big as well. Mm, It is. I'm going to say Freo. Yeah, same. I'm Freo. I'm with you. I'm with uh, you. Melbourne for mine. Uh, Suns. Melbourne, Melbourne against the Suns. Nah, Sunnies will, Suns will win that. Okay. Okay. And Western Bulldogs, Adelaide. I'm going to go the Doggies. Mm, doggies. And Hawks versus Lions to finish off the round. I'm going to oh. go the. Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Brisbane. Yeah, probably won't watch it. Uh, Hawthorne. Oh God! All right, our tips have been pretty good. Um, let's move on, my friend. List clock of the week, as we said, Jack Silvani last week. Nick Holman, very close. I'm still thinking that we should get him in, but here's the motherfucking sting. I am a good player. I'm a very good player. What an award. And isn't the team really filling itself out these days? It is. It's really coming together now. We've got a nice mix there of players. And isn't the team filling up? This is exciting. We've, re- we've really, to be honest, there's one, two, there's five people left in the team. One, two, three, four, five. It is getting hot. If you can't... Get in the kitchen, get out because it's hot. I think yep. that's what they say. Nailed it. They always say that as well, that saying. <laughs> so we need team. someone at centre-half back. Yeah. We need someone at centre-half forward. We mm. need two forward pockets and we've got two on the bench. Yeah, great. I just love the look of this three-headed beast. So we need a centre-half back, centre-half forward, a forward pocket and two on the pine, which is very exciting. We're loving it. And we are loving it. I'm loving the three-headed beast in the middle. Hickey, Flynn, oh. Draper versus anyone in the world. Good it's luck. It's scary. It's actually <laughs> scary. It's Good actually luck. scary to see who would be even going on that. Just, and I, I hope they play funny buggers and one goes up in the ruck and pulls out and the other goes in. Oh, mate, just the size of their shin pads. Like, we never need their own bus to travel the shin pads around. You know, and Ben Keyes obviously in there as well who's putting his hand up for a leadership spot he might even go up for the ruck and let the other three just rove he could that's how good they are mate with his so, form at the moment yeah correct um, who are you going with hey this week uh, it'd be remiss of me not to go with the big larky the hey, the big suva big suva larky the big the big, oh, uh, I, uh, the big, the big uh, suvlaki they call him <laughs> you I reckon you were having a go at him a couple of weeks ago and his and he just shoved that right up you he was picked 73 the big suva mm. he had 20 touches and 7 goals that's a good game. Seven goals, 20 touches. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's a big, big game. 
Huge. I like that. Oh, I can't argue with that one this week. It's um, He's earned his nomination for sure. Um, my, I'm going with my – I know it's going to be topical, but how would you like it if I said four-headed beast? Oh, I love it. Income Oscar. Big O. Oh, your brother. McNerney. Pick 37 in the rookie draft. Played at Casey. Got picked from – you know, we've played at Casey, mate. She's bloody hard down there to play. Oh, I would not play at Casey. Every Playing game. down at Casey gets picked up. I think we could have either the four-headed beast or a genuine Ruckman coming off the bench. I think we're going to have a Ruckman coming off the bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So he's had 12 clearances. We know he can get his, his hands dirty and get a clearance. So I'm thinking genuine Ruck. I don't want him to be a forward Ruck. We don't want him to do that. We, we do need w- some people up forward, though. We do no, need some people up forward. No, but we need a genuine, a genuine ruckman. True, and just to just to clarify as well with this team, there's no rotation cap, so we can just be absolutely humming these rucks just through. Like I'm talking one contest off, one contest off, one contest off. Just keep our rucks as fresh as we can, That's fresh legs I'm for the ruckman. So they're just they're just keeping it hot. Like you know how Dane Swan used to have like 80 rotations a game. Yeah, I want Big O just tap like like ice hockey. I just want them on and off, on and off, on and off. That's what I'm saying. Like you put four of them in the middle together in the midfield. Every stoppage, every set of bounce, they just take turns in who goes. So the mm. other ruckman is just getting like, what am I? What's happening here? They're just going for yeah. it. Big O's, the same got a, Big O's time, put a massive knee in me. Oh, Hickey's now got no ACL. Admit, it's going to be hard for Keezy to sort of build rapport with four ruckmen, let alone one. Like it's going to be quite. He's not going to really know what's going on. In the centre bounce, it's going to be quite hard for him. But the, the form he's in at the moment, he'd be rucking to anyone. Yeah, exactly. So I think we just we nominate him and let you know the list cloggers. They are uh, yeah. they make team just back to Suva though. We do need a forward. I'm looking at the team here. We do need a centre mm-hmm. forward there to really bring the boys back together and set the tone. And yep. uh, I hear yeah. what you're saying, but I'm just saying, can we really afford to ignore a genuine ruckman? <laughs> I must admit, we are. We do have a lot of Ruckman. Yep. Am I am I putting a pen through another one? No, I'm not. But I am saying on a needs basis at the moment, we do need a centre forward. And you have been pretty unwavering saying that Oscar will not be a forward Ruck. He's just going to be a Ruck. No, he's just Ruck. It's straight from to the bench as well. Don't come on. So don't I play can't, funny buggers If I put him on, because I'm happy to chat about this. If, if I say, all right, I'm happy to go with Oscar, but he's going to have to start in the forward pocket. Is don't that okay? Want or? I don't want him. No. He doesn't go near another position unless it's ruck yep. or the bench. Okay, fair enough. All right, because he, I suppose, can push out to the wing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, hey, we'll work about for, that later. That's the match guys. All right, we'll have a think about that. We'll set that up. Hey, it's that exciting time of the week. And by golly gosh, I've had a lot of emails and a lot of people, they're sending telegrams, they're sending faxes, they're sending pigeons, everything. I've had so many messages this week about priority pick. <laughs> Content overload. People need content at the moment because there is a lot of time in lockdown to be listening, watching, feeling, eating. I'm not stopping at what like viewing and listening. I'm going to be giving you restaurants, food, everything. You can't do a food or oh, priority pick pizza. It's well, priority that's pick. not it's even everything. you're not even trying. No, it's a, a specific place. Okay, so I'm going to give you two things this week. No, oh, GMZ did that. You ready? Okay. One is a podcast. It's called Unravel True Crime. And if you're a big fan of Priority Pick, which I know 99% of people are, you would have listened to the Unravels before this. There was the Lawyer X one. There was the the Church one as well. There's a season three of Unravel True Crime, and it's called Juanita. Now, when I say Juanita, it is spelt J-U-A-N-I-T-A. Okay, so it's Juanita, but with a J. Yeah, that makes, makes sense? sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you still. 
Okay. Surprisingly. So Unravel um, is this series is unbelievable. It's about Juanita. She, it tackles one of Australia's most iconic true crime stories. Again, you know I love my Just true crime. Just reading the description of You know I love my true crime. It follows a seven-episode podcast series, follows an Australian investigation by a family member of the journalist and activist Juanita Nielsen 46 years after her sudden disappearance. Now, that was the podcast description. Let me give you my description of what's happened here. Mm. Juanita was a very powerful woman back in the – I think it was in the 60s this was. Actually, it might have been the 70s. And it was around the time when the King's Cross in Sydney was absolutely booming, like massive. There was a lot of drugs going on. There was a lot of um, – nightclubbing, very crazy scene. And basically she was an advocate for keeping it as it is and developers were coming in and they were trying to build apartments and commercialise a property and she was standing up against them. Now, she disappeared. She was gone. Now, the family member has gone back and wants to find out what happens. And there's only three episodes out at the moment, so it's week to week. It's very exciting. I'd say get onto it now so you can be there waiting for the drop. Looks like an absolute um, exciting podcast. I know everyone loves those ones, so... Definitely get onto that, my friends. Now, another one, Dan, which I actually told you about earlier. You still going? There's this show on Netflix. There's two se- seasons of this. The second it's season's just come out. I'd forgotten about this show. There's this comedian in the US called Tim Robinson, or Tim Robbins, and he's got this series called I Think You Should Leave. Oh, that sums this up pretty well. It, it is basically this series, it's, and it's like five-minute short acts of these com- these comedians acting and stuff. It is the most awkward show I've ever seen in my life. It is like the fucking funniest, most awkward comedy I've ever seen. If you like this sort of humour, you've got to get on it. Some people absolutely hate it. Some people will love it. I love it. It is one of the funniest things. Series 2, Episode 1 of When They're in the Haunted House and he says that you're allowed to say swear words is probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. So get on that as well. That's on Netflix. It's called I Think You Should Leave. Very good. Well done. I'm going to support you. you. Not like what you do to me. You don't you break my community down? So I'm going to support I, you. No, I did say that how good your was. I did say how good yours was. Thank you. Someone just revved really loud out there. Um, hey, yeah. this was a, a great episode. Thanks. Loved it. Like, you were great. Yeah. Jack Silvani was it's, great. Producer Sam. We you are were loving. Great. Yeah, we are loving the support. But gee whiz, we can't wait to get back into each other's uh, company. Yeah, we. we <laughs> way to come back to each other be in each other's arms look guys lockdown's tough we hope that this 45 to an hour out of lockdown out of thinking about restrictions gave you a laugh makes you feel good and we love doing it we love listening talking to you you know we love listening from you we love it all yeah we do now we really appreciate it got some big things planned for the upcoming weeks as we said as soon as we're out of lockdown we're in the new stewed um, which is going to be awesome and, and hopefully doubling down on our content. We'll get more out to you. We've got some exciting news about some stuff that's coming later in the year, including a bit of a live show that we're very excited to talk about. We can't talk too much about it as yet, but uh, it's going to be very good and also got some merch on the way in the next sort of few weeks, which will be very exciting. So thank you again so much. Looking forward to it. Make sure you head to our Instagram and, and give us a follow. And if you can, please, what really actually helps the show is if you can follow or subscribe on whatever you're listening to, um, which is massive. And when you get back to watching on YouTube, make sure you go and subscribe on that as well and it'd be huge. Well done. Love you. Jackie Chan returns.